Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl, J.M. Wah. This month, in celebration of Mother's Day, we are celebrating moms all month long. For today's episode, I'm so excited to be chatting with the beautiful Sharetta Taylor. Sharetta is a wife, a mom, co-founder of Love at Home Ministries, and has a YouTube channel, Worth the Wait. Sharetta and her husband, Brandon, also have a devotional book, Tokens of Love. It's a 31 devotional journey through the love stories of the Bible. So without further ado, please help me in welcoming the super talented Sharetta Taylor. Hey, hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. <laughs> you, you know, so my audience. Me. Yes, my audience members aren't here today, you know, but. <laughs> um, we had the applause though, it's all good. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, thank you so much, Sharetta, honestly, for joining me today. Like you're killing it. You're honestly such a super mom. You're a rock star mom in my mind. So I'm so proud of you, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just doing it with so much grace. So. We are going to appreciate jump. that. Thank yes, you. <laughs> yes. And a big happy Mother's Day to you as well. Happy, yes, happy Mother's yes. Day. Um, I know you, you also are very close with your mom. Um, so growing up, how special was Mother's Day for you? And now that you are a mother, how does it feel to experience this celebration from the other side? Yeah, growing up, Mother's Day was very important because my sister and I, we were raised by my mom Mm -hmm. Um, she was a single mother so Mm -hmm. we always tried to have a plan or like a gift we just (laughs) had to make sure something was done to make sure she knew that like we appreciated her and Mm -hmm. we loved her for how hard she worked and how much she sacrificed to to care for us so even to this day we're still like what we doing for mother's day (laughs) (laughs) so um so yeah it was always a big deal never something ever could be something that was overlooked Mm. um but now being on the other side i'll be honest it's still very new to me right going on what three years since i've had steven Mm -hmm. so i'm still getting used to the texts and the in the the calls (laughs) on mother's day when people say I'm like yeah that's right like I'm just in a bit because you know typically you have your list of like Mm -hmm. we need to make sure you text or you call for Mm -hmm. the day and it's like now it's like I'm on people's list now it feels so weird right (laughs) that is so true it's kind of like this weird shift like whoa yeah I'm somebody's mother (laughs) I know I know Um, but it's it's definitely like I think this is just one of those days that's just so important mm-hmm. and will always be special regardless yes. of what side you're on That's so, so um yeah I try to just take it in stride <laughs> and I love the fact that you know regardless even though you're a mom like you still value and appreciate your mom you know on Mother's Day it's still a big deal mm-hmm. it's not like Absolutely. you know you you recognize how much she's done and how she much how much she's mm-hmm. still doing you know so I think that's amazing. I think that's amazing. And I know you said it's been three years, which I'm sure probably feels like just yesterday. Um, so <laughs> take us back. Like when you first found out you were pregnant, like what was your immediate reaction? And like, how was your pregnancy journey? Yeah, so I actually found out I was pregnant by way of a miscarriage. It's actually oh, so technically sorry. termed, it's okay. It's it's termed a chemical pregnancy. So right, around right. the summertime of 2017, mm-hmm. you know, Brandon and I decided we wanted to start trying to grow our family. Right. And so I have always been intentional about tracking my cycle. So mm-hmm. that, you know, that cycle, I was like tracking, tracking, tracking. And, right. you know, they have these tests out there where you say, um, where 
they say you can test like four or five days before your period Mm -hmm. if you're pregnant. So I started taking those every day and I was just like so on edge because it was like, did it work? Did it happen? Do it, do it, do it. And then it said, um, I did test uh, pregnant, but then two weeks later I started bleeding. And and, and when I looked it up because of the timing of where I was around that time, it was, um, it's what they consider a chemical pregnancy where, you know, you can test positive and you have some traces of the pregnancy hormone HCG. I don't remember what it it actually stands for, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you can test positive and have that in your blood, but the embryo did not actually like implant and become an actual, you know, right what's it called a, a fetus at that point I right yeah yeah but so I found out let's say four weeks and then by like six and a half weeks I was bleeding so I was frustrated <sighs> because this was my second miscarriage oh my, my first God. one I know oh my, <laughs> my first one was a year about a year and a half before mm-hmm. um where we weren't planning and I found out around six weeks but I right. miscarried at 10 weeks so oh, I was, I was my feeling bored, like, what is this? Like, what, right. okay. it's very hard not to blame yourself and feel like you're doing something wrong. Right. So we talked about it. We prayed about it. We were like, you know what? We're not going to plan. We're not going to track. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do anything. Like if it's God's will, it's God's will. But mm-hmm. we do want to go see specialists right. to make sure that, you know, um, nothing is wrong with us. Like right. our chromosomes are DNA right. because you know, those things are real. So we just wanted to rule out like, okay, we, we don't have issues, right. we don't have problems right. and that's not what's causing this. But if we do, then at least we know. Right. So we, I think it's so crazy, Julie. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I called to schedule an appointment with the specialist and they didn't have any openings until what? December. What? And this was in August, right? Oh. So we were just like, okay, like whatever. Like we're really chilling at this point. Right. We're not even going to like stress it. I get a call back like the next day and they're like, actually, we just had an opening up. Like it, it was like in two days and it was in the middle of the day. They were like, can you come? I was like, sure. I mean, Look at God. now or December, I'm going to take next. <laughs> <one."> <laughs> right. Like, I'm not going to wait. Yeah. So we went and we spoke to her. And at the time I was what, 24 right. um, or 20, 24. Yeah, I was 24. Mm-hmm. And so we went and I'm talking to her. She's looking at us like, yo, you guys are so young. Cause this is a place where people go for like IVF. And, right, you know, right. People who are really having fertility issues. So right. she's just looking at us and she's like, you know, I know this is hard to hear, but this is actually more normal than you think. Mm. She was breaking it down for us. She was explaining. She was like, I know like you probably experienced a lot of hurt, but trust me, you know, I believe, especially what you're telling me about your health and your lifestyle. Right to have a, a normal pregnancy and all be well. So we felt a little encouraged. She still wanted us to kind of get more information on what they do mm-hmm. if, you know, we find that like we really are having trouble conceiving. Right. But then right before we left, she asked me, she said, um, has your period returned? And I was since the miscarriage and I was like, no. And she was like, uh-huh. wait, really? That uh-huh. that it should have been here by now. And that uh-huh. was the first like like light bulb that went off right. and like something could be up I was right. like what does she mean right and I was thinking like no like it could take a couple like <laughs> to, to, you know it could take a while right yeah, I didn't think I was that you know close to another period so right. she said you know I want to take some blood work I want to make sure that you um 
ovulated already that right. way we know if your period is on your way so she took blood work the next morning they called me they're like yeah you definitely ovulated your progesterone is high and they were <laughs> like, you know if your period doesn't come in three days give us a call like you might be pregnant and I was like oh no my way. god I'm like no Lord, no I just went through a miscarriage <laughs> right. like, what do you mean right so I want to say that was on a Thursday uh-huh. all weekend I was stressed I was just oh like, my God. I know like, what do you mean? I could be pregnant. Right. What do you mean? I remember Saturday morning, we had to travel out of town. Uh-huh. And I remember just feeling like my body was different. But I was like, oh. no, could it be in my head? Could it be in my head? Right, you start thinking like, yeah, <laughs> you can overthink it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, okay. I was like, Lord, Monday, if my period don't come by Monday, then I know. Okay. Right. Let me take a test. Sis, Monday came, no period. All right. I bought a test, took uh-huh. it, said positive. Oh my So when God. you asked me what my reaction was, I'm <sighs> not excited because I'm scared. Oh, you know, I just had yeah, a miscarriage. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what I you had mean. one before that. Right. And now you tell me this positive. Right, right. <laughs> like, is this going to stick? So like, I, I was like, yeah, exactly. Like you want to be happy, but yeah, you want to be that is so true, Retta. So you know, God is so gracious because um, I, because of where we were in that moment of just being scared, and mm-hmm. because I had met with this specialist, I called them and I said, "Hey, yeah, just wanted to let you know it was never my intention to go back because right. I'm pregnant now." But wow. I said, "Just wanted to let you know I took a test and I'm." it's positive. And they were like, great. Awesome. Well, we want to bring you in. We want to keep, you know, monitoring you right. and, ch- and checking your blood work and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, that's what they typically do. So, you know, with IVF, they have to continually make sure that your mm-hmm. hormone levels are rising to where they need to be. And that the, the, the baby is actually like growing right. the way it should. Right. That's what they normally do for their patients. But I guess just because I came in for this consultation, they were like, <laughs> look, we want to hold your hand through Aww. this process. I know. So every week I had an appointment with them. What? And you know, hindsight, it was a little much for me because I had to get an ultrasound and I was starting to feel nauseous and have all these symptoms. So it was a little, and I had to try to get these appointments in before work. So it was a little much, but I will say God used it to reassure us because week by week we could see, you know, the sack and we could see the heartbeat. And then I remember my last appointment with them, Uh we saw the baby like moving. Oh and my like, god! And I couldn't, I couldn't feel it yet, but we could see like it was kicking its legs, and I, we were just like, wow! No, and here we are. Oh That's my god! Baby Steven. <laughs> I know. No, you know what, Sharetta? Like that is so touching, and I think it's so yeah. inspiring too for anybody that's listening who has struggled with a miscarriage before, and it may seem like. Yeah oh my God, like, is there something wrong with me? Like, is this going to stick? Is this like, you know, it can be frustrating. And I think the point that, you know, you said about like, it's, you know, like how the lady said, it's typically common because you wouldn't think that if you've Mm -hmm. never been pregnant before, you're like, okay, one shot, I get it. Like, you know, back in the day, everybody. And that's what you mainly see. Right. So it's like, nobody really say, oh, we weren't trying. Right. 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 Our first try and we got it. So yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's true. And then no one really says like, oh, well, I had so many miscarriages character like nobody really like talks right. about it so you feel like maybe it's something wrong with you you know and mm-hmm. I love the fact that you know you shared how this was your story you know and look how God came through that the third time yeah. you know like the third time and he knew that maybe he needed those people at the facility to be there like you know especially it being your first time and like God right. is so intentional you know and I really and- feel like that's gonna inspire someone sorry go ahead 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And mm-hmm. you, it, it, it happened when we weren't even trying. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like we had right. just given up. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure. I literally, like, it was a struggle for them to figure out my due date because they kept asking me, oh. like, okay, when do you think? And I'm like, I don't know. I wasn't tracking anything. <laughs> right, right. So, y'all, I had a miscarriage. Next thing I know, I'm pregnant. I have right. no idea. Right, right. <laughs> like, Stephen so- <laughs> was like, I'm going to come into this world somehow. Y'all going to listen. <laughs> No, but that is so <laughs> inspiring, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like God has yeah. really blessed you. God has really yes. blessed you. And, and he also asked, mm-hmm. how was my pregnancy? Yes. And I just want to quickly say like overall, um, it had its ups and downs. You know, I think first time pregnancy is interesting because mm-hmm. you have all these books and these apps that you're using mm-hmm. to try to figure out what's going on inside right. of me um but a lot of times your experience doesn't line up necessarily with Thank that you. so yep. and especially if you've had loss now sometimes you're like oh mm-hmm. my goodness like what does this mean is this right. a good thing or a bad thing right I know I struggled for a while sometimes with like I had I, I held on to my appointments as like my reassurance as mm. much as I was trying to have faith right. I have to be real that at times it yeah. was hard because I'm like Lord will I lose this baby right. um, but right. I, I think once we got past the like the midway mark I was like over those thoughts right um, but that I had to overcome that of and then course. um I also had like a health scare oh um during my pregnancy oh my god I'm gonna try to keep this story short because no, 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 please <laughs> it's gonna help somebody no 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 please <laughs> But yeah, around uh, when I was about 23 weeks, I started mm-hmm. having really bad chest pain. And I thought it was just like allergies because the right. year before I was having chest pain, but that was because my immune system was under attack. I didn't know I had allergies. Wow. So I, I just, you know, ignored it. But then, you know, it progressively got worse to the right. point where I could not lay down. Oh my going up the stairs was difficult. Doing any type of like movement was difficult. So I Jeez. ended up going emergency room Mm -hmm. they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me finally after you know a last minute decision to do a a cat scan because really when you're pregnant everything is like wait 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 you know like what are we exposed to and what is this going to cause um so because of where I was at the time it was permissible to have that cat scan but that was literally my last option because they could not figure out what was going on with me right and um that's when they found I had food around my heart what I had all this yeah it's a condition called pericarditis where you know there's a pericardial sac around your heart it's basically like there to make sure that when your heart beeps there's uh-huh. beats there's no friction um oh. kind of like fluid to kind of keep it moist right. so that right. yeah so it's you know and that typically you could say there's like about one to two tablespoons of liquid in there. I'm not a doctor, y'all. This is right, right, right. <laughs> right, right. I'm going. learning too. No, but like one to two tablespoons of uh-huh. liquid, that's what you need there. I had a pint that they had to <gasps> oh. operate and withdraw. A pint. Wow. Baby. Is it because you were pregnant? No, that's a lot. Is it because like you were oh. pregnant and it flared up or... Yeah, because that yeah. would freak me so out. So the crazy thing about the whole thing is mm-hmm. that they, to this day, could never determine what actually caused it. Oh. They tested the fluid. They tested me for everything. They were like, because typically you will see this in um, people who have um, immune compromised situations. Right. And pregnancy could kind of fall under that because when you are pregnant, mm. your immune system suppresses itself a little bit. So it doesn't right. fight off the baby. Right. Um. So, but this is like lupus or, you know, um, c- diseases like that where right. you have like your, your immune system struggles to fight against things right. that's where you would typically see this or if you've had like cardio issues before right I fell into neither category like the doctors kept coming and asking me all these questions and 
running tests and it's like, no, I'm a 25 year old young, right. healthy, I was healthy before this and here I am. But what I did find like, you know, through prayer and really asking God to show me like, Lord, how I ended up here. Cause I don't want right. to end up here. Again. Right. Right. He showed me like stress. Oh. what in, when your body has stress mm. you can literally open the door for bacteria or viruses or whatever oh, wow. to kind of get into your system and your system not like I know it sounds crazy but, no, but it's there's so literally true. studies out there that yeah. show how stress really affects yes. the body yes and I was stressed to the max and I was oh not God. you know utilizing any resources to deal with the stress that I was mm. going through I wasn't you know my husband he was aware but he of course he he doesn't know everything right holding all of this in right and it had to come out and the way it came out was in this wow. you know condition so from like week 23 to week 28 I would mm-hmm. say I was out of commission wow <laughs> um, and I was trying to like recover and that's a whole testimony in itself of how amen yes but right. um I really didn't start enjoying my pregnancy until the third trimester when he was about to be out, out. <laughs> like <laughs> I started enjoying it like oh I, my I, god you know, I was taking my pictures and doing right right, so right I probably right. had about like I think he came at 39 weeks so I had about like 10 weeks that I really what? enjoyed pregnancy because you know first trimester I'm oh nauseous. god I'm tired. right second trimester this is when this happened right and now here we are in the church, third trimester so it was interesting <laughs> but you know wow. I wouldn't change the experience for the exactly. world because it taught me so much oh my god that is such a beautiful testimony too like I feel like you know sometimes <laughs> you can see people and it just seems like oh everything is good but you don't know the backstory like yeah. all that happens and I feel like I'm yeah. also learning too just like even for myself <laughs> like and I'm sure our listeners too like just the importance of like stress and not stressing out yes. but it can be so hard yes. when you had experienced what you did experience in the beginning you know so it's mm-hmm. like it's just so important too and it's like really just like you said like praying and letting God just like lead and like you know what God I'm giving this all to you you gave me this baby so I know you're going to sustain it you know it's like really being yes aware of that and that's so important and I love that I love that yeah while I was going through that I wasn't worried about the baby at all and I know it sounds crazy but I just had this piece that like God you got this baby yes focus on getting me together oh yeah the baby to make it I gotta get it that's true so I wasn't I wasn't stressed at all like you know they were doing their part to monitor the baby but right it was more like you I had a piece I was Mm. just like don't worry about that like I think the first day before my operation Mm -hmm. they did an ultrasound and I didn't know it was a boy. We were waiting to find out the gender, but now I can say he was in there just like chilling, kicking <laughs> up. Like he was, he like, was fine. And when I saw that, that was confirmation for me. Right. Right. Getting yourself together. <laughs> exactly. I love yeah, that. I love so. that. And it's so interesting too, because I remember like way back, I was watching on your YouTube channel, like you shared just like a little glimpse about your labor. And I remember watching, I'm like, this woman is a superwoman. Like, <laughs> girl, like, how was the labor process for you? And like, what advice, knowing what you now know, would you give to other moms? Ooh, yeah. Um, la- you know, <laughs> long, mm-hmm. pregnancy, long labor. Um, Oof, my total hours of labor was 40 hours. Girl, I'm um, and I'm there's, <laughs> good night I'm like no you well, I can cut. reassure you that what happened to me uh-huh. was not all necessary um oh. and this is kind of gonna feed into the advice I would give to people mm-hmm. 
Um, so it, because of the, you know, hospital issue I had, my original plan was to give birth at a birth center. Right. I wasn't quite comfortable with home birth and I right, didn't want right. to go to a hospital. Right. So there's a birth center here in, in PA that I was mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania that I was able to find. And that, right. that was my plan. But after that, they consider after my incident, they considered me high risk. Oh. So I had to transfer my care, but I was like, I still want a midwife. Right. I don't want right. to, even though I have to be in the hospital, I want to, I want to be under the care of a midwife. No, yes. that's just yes. personal preference. Exactly. So I had to switch providers in my third trimester, which serious? is not ideal. Right. <laughs> right. At all. And so I felt the day of the day of my labor, I, I could see the results of not really having that long established relationship with my provider. Oh. We just weren't on the same page. Mm-hmm. I thought we were like, we really mm-hmm. clicked when, when I met, but we were not on the right. same page. And having a team, having like, like a good team around you that respects the birth process, right. um, that, you know, is also very trained as well. That's very important right. is so crucial to right. your labor experience. And that would be my advice um, to other, other soon to be moms, mm-hmm. because we weren't on the same page. And literally it was me and my husband kind of like trying to hold our ground and, and hold ourselves down and try right. to figure things out and fight. Cause so my water broke first mm-hmm. and, you know, typically they want to see you have contractions right away right. so that the baby, cause that's the fluid that's protecting the baby. They want right. to make sure you, you go into labor soon. So you avoid infection. So right. thankfully I went, I had contractions right away, but they were not consistent. Oh. And my, my, my water broke early in the morning, like around two or something like mm-hmm. that. I held out trying to like get these contractions consistent for I think <laughs> uh, eighteen hours maybe. Yikes! Mm-hmm. Wait, and eighteen? Did you take it up a door? Like, was the pain just like what? Well, what eventually happened was like I was I was mentally getting I, no like I felt like no one was helping me, oh, and I know it's an exaggeration, but no, in my mind, <laughs> right, right, like, like we tried water, we tried, we tried, you know, me getting in water, we tried walking, we tried all these things, right, and nothing was working, and you know, I had a doula, but she was still kind of a doula in training, like I was, oh, her, I think, her third assisted birth, right, um, and I just got to a point where I was like, okay, the this pain is getting mm. so you know right. strong that something must be changing like maybe you know the time is not consistent but maybe some maybe that don't matter right so I was like, just take me to the hospital right I, you know this was a midwife who worked out of the hospital right but when I got there I was not I was only like three centimeters dilated oh and now I was stuck because my water broke my water's broken she wanted to make sure the baby was okay right and um it just she wanted to uh, I'm leaving out this important part the reason why we were at Oz is because she wanted me to um get Pitocin get on Pitocin and as much as possible especially with everything I went through with my health issue Mm -hmm. I was trying to do a drug-free birth because Mm. I just didn't want more stuff in my system right right and um and I just didn't feel like I needed it right I was just like I know these contractions are consistent but I'm having contractions right so I don't see why I need it it's just we need to figure out why aren't they consistent right right I fought for so we fought for so long it was literally 26 hours 
hours later. What? Wait, um, and that that drug how- would have enhanced it or yeah, so it okay. mimics uh, it mimics um is it oxytocin? Right. Oh, that's a strong one. That it mim- yeah, I forgot the name of the hormone that it mimics right. that you naturally have when you have right. um, when you go into labor to help you right. dilate. Right. It mimics that so your body can do that. Got it. And it can work. Right. But there's also the fact that it may not work. The baby may go in distress and you end up having oh. surgery. Oh my God. So that, I was like, I don't, that's like a last resort. I yeah. Like haven't even really tried again right. things before. And if the baby, if he's doing fine, like he's not showing distress, even though I've been in contractions for so long and my water has been broke. If he's doing okay, why mm-hmm. do I need to jump to the drug? That's true. So that's what me and my husband were fighting against is just like for a chance, like we were trying everything. And the last thing he said, he was trying to go to the, the uh, wawa down the street to get um some tea the red uh-huh. raspberry leaf tea <laughs> oh i love that raspberry leaf child because <laughs> could li- literally we were trying to think of everything we could try to help right. my uterus do what it needed to do right um but it just got to a point where it was like yeah like i said like over 24 hours no Yikes. medicine me Yikes. i had contractions this whole time oh my god um, of trying everything and nothing worked so right. i did get an epidural okay. that helped me sleep um and thank god it worked i right. did maybe they're not going to distress <laughs> right um but then this is what ultimately happened my son was not in full position oh. and the contractions not being consistent was an indication that he was not in position <laughs> oh so literally his head was like a little bit to the left of my pelvis he wasn't because i never felt him drop right it was like right. a sign for me that like he wasn't in position and he was also a flipper. Like he kept flipping up oh, and down, up and down in my stomach until wow. I had to finally sleep with a band all day, all night so he could stay <laughs> down. But Even? like, he, yeah, he wasn't in position. So right. it wasn't until after the, the epidural, after the Pitocin, after right. some, um, I dilated that she checked me and realized his head wasn't fully where it needed to be. Now, <sighs> there are things you can do in labor to right. um, definitely aid with that. But, you know, I believe God allowed all things to happen the way that it needed to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't have any regrets, but I now harp on the fact that, like, we really had to have a team that yeah. was willing to try things with us before yeah. going. Because I'm not opposed to doing what you have to do to bring your baby safe into the world. After. Right. Oh. Right. So, right. Like, let's try a couple steps before if it's not an emergency let's try a couple steps so exactly you know he she figured that out and then brent <laughs> and then once again my husband and i really had to figure out how to get him in position because right. that was gonna like that essentially meant that i would have had to have surgery and i was like i ain't come this far now Mm-mm. to have to Mm-mm. go into surgery and again right. baby is doing fine so yes what what can we do and you know brandon looked up something on the line online there's a website you can use um right. for really you know um getting your baby in position and he we tried the position and then they're like okay wait wait wait, let's put her back <laughs> and then when they put me back and they let me rest for a little bit uh-huh. position wow and a couple hours of pushing because you know i couldn't feel anything right so a couple hours of pushing and then he was born so oh my god that this was is... my labor story oh my god i love it yeah. this is it yeah it was it was a lot but Mm -hmm. like I said like having the right team is what's important so make sure you vet like 
your team as much yes. as possible and have backup options. Like oh, yes. when my first option of the birth center fell through, right. I didn't know. I, I had a tail between my legs. I didn't know <laughs> anywhere else right. that I could go. Right. And so I had to now try to do an interview process and get to know people and oh. et cetera, et cetera, all over again in my third trimester and hope they would take me. Right. But if you if you interview multiple people ahead of time, kind of mm. like, you know, a wedding, you're playing right. Wedding, you right. talk to multiple vendors, you right have your top preference but you have a backup just in case they're not available for your day whatever it has to be the same way so definitely um have a good team and i Mm -hmm. I, if you are a black woman Mm giving birth in america Mm -hmm. i highly recommend a doula okay good good that was Um, yeah yeah have an experienced doula on your team is so key um and then the last thing i would say is Mm -hmm. i learned through my experience that you know, there's so many women who desire a natural birth process, meaning right. they don't, they want, you know, vaginal birth, they don't right. want medication. Right. Um, that doesn't just happen just because you're pregnant. Right. <laughs> and I had to learn that, like, I very much thought like, okay, like for the most part, I'm healthy. So this mm-hmm. should be how it's going to happen. It's like, no, you actually have to prepare for it in the same way you prepare for a marathon. Mm, it's kind of like a marathon. Like you got to prepare true. for that. I wasn't like really exercising until like, like I said, the last couple of weeks of my pregnancy, I started doing walks every day. Right. Before that I wasn't exercising, then I couldn't exercise at all. Right. Um, simple things like that to really prepare the body for what you're about to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what needs to be done because a natural birth is not just handed to you. And That's I, true. I was naive in thinking that, like thinking, right. Oh, like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty healthy. I don't have any health right. conditions. I try to eat healthy. I'm fine. Like, no, 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 no. It's a whole honey. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole picture. <laughs> so, you know, to anyone desiring that I, and I'm even telling myself that for future, um, you know, labor and delivery, like mm-hmm. you gotta prepare yourself. Yes. You gotta, as much as it, 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 it can be challenging at times, you really got to do the work to prepare for it. That is so true. And I love that. Like, honestly, this is, you were dropping gems, Sharetta, like for <laughs> real, like, I'm like, this is good. And these are some of the things that they don't even teach you, right? It's just like, you have to go through it and learn it and like, yeah. you know, be able to pass yeah. it down to someone else, which I love. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I know being a mom to precious toddler, Steven has been such a blessing for you, but what have been some of your highlights and challenges that you faced along the way? This is, ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a good question. Um, okay, I'll start with the highlights. Yes. Um, you know, the biggest one for me is really just watching him grow. Aww. Um, the 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 process of being a little cell to yes. a whole human being, yes. and then one day he's gonna be a full adult oh is God. so fascinating to me. I know. And you know, <laughs> sometimes like I'll sit with him and show him old videos of himself he's mm-hmm. really like in that now <laughs> and I'm just amazed to look at like where he was at like oh. six months when he was first learning to crawl right. whatever and he now you know he's fully all over the place mm-hmm. and just to see how much he's grown and I get like a front row seat to this process yeah. that's what's really a highlight for me because and I'll share what the challenges but that that's what that's what amazes me. Like literally this person, he's a mixture of like me and and Brandon, my Mm -hmm. husband, he's a mixture of us, but he's still his own person. And it's just really fascinating to watch. So that's the part that I enjoy the most is just seeing how he grows. Um, Challenges. um, Really. um, 
I have to constantly fight against doubting myself. There's a lot of times I'm talking to God very candidly and I'm like, are yeah. you sure? <laughs> right. you sure? You right. sure? I right. mean, because <laughs> I ain't get no manual book before. <laughs> like, this hard. <laughs> I'm not ready for this. Like, it's right. Like so right. much patience. Yeah. And in my case, yeah. um, you know, I had a bit of a traumatic pregnancy and a yeah. bit of a traumatic labor. Right. And that does affect, you know, your, your child to a degree. Right. So in some ways, um, Stephen is a little bit more sensitive when it comes to something. So it takes a lot mm, of patience. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, Lord, I don't want to do this. I, how do <laughs> right. you I don't want right. to do this. <laughs> like, you should just get it. <laughs> He's like, really? So I doubt, my, I doubt myself, like, whether I'm, I'm up mm. to the task. But, Aww. you know, the God constantly sends reminders to Amen. tell me, like, I have chosen you That's right. to be his mother. That's right. Reason. And so I just have to, like tap into that and embrace yes. like I know I'm going to fail because right. I'm human. Right. Um but right. I, I just gotta pick myself back up and continue to allow God exactly. to lead me. So that's probably oh the God. biggest challenge is that it's hard. Yeah. It's very hard. <laughs> I love that Sharetta. And you're so transparent and so real. And I feel like that's like, you know, a lot of people don't realize like there's so many other moms who feel that way or who have felt that yeah. way. You know, and they don't want to say it because they may be like, oh my God, I don't want to sound like a bad mom or something. But I'll it's like no. Right. <laughs> Period. <laughs> like that's the reality. Like sometimes I'm gonna get it, sometimes I'm not. It's okay. Yeah. You know, like like, yeah. I think that's such a important thing, you know, to remember mm-hmm. throughout this whole journey of motherhood. It's, it's, yeah. and, and you're doing an amazing job. Like seriously. See, when you like, say that, mm-hmm. that's so encouraging. Yes. Yes. People just encourage you mm-hmm. and remind you like, look, you're, I remember when at one point I was really stressed and I was talking yeah. to my sister. She was like, Shredda. <laughs> you're doing great yes so smart yes he eats yes and she just started listing off everything like yes it's so helpful because let me tell you that the thoughts of doubt are real i know yeah no (laughs) sometimes it can be so loud so when when, like you encourage and you say and you remind us that look you're you're doing good oh okay thank you (laughs) right right it's like thank god the baby's still alive (laughs) i love that and you know what you also even touched the bond about eating because i know that could be Mm -hmm. sometimes a big thing for some some parents you know some babies don't want to eat they eat too much it's like come on um but i know you are you're also vegan so for those of us listening who are also vegan or who may be Mm -hmm. looking to find great and fun meals to make for their kids what Mm -hmm. tips or suggestions would you give them um, the first thing I would start with with that is you have to know the principles of mm. what a child needs at right. a very fundamental level. Like, I'm not telling you to become a nutritionist. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but at a fundamental level, you should understand nutrition and physiology. And so like, what does the body need? Right. Grow? Calcium, minerals, vitamins, etc. Right. And what foods provide that? Because a, a lot of the information out there, even the growth charts are based on a typical standard diet mm. of meat and dairy, et cetera. Right. Um, and it's only now that you'll find pediatricians and, you know, other providers like really being open to the fact that like kids can be plant-based. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, so you won't, you won't really find a lot of like helpful information out there mm-hmm. um, at, at times. So you are going to have to research it and know, and there are some great resources out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I could find a way to send it to you. I don't know if you yes. can put in like notes or something. Yes. <laughs> um, but they're great resources. So I would start with like, do you know the principles mm-hmm. of how to feed a child? Right. Like, um, I have a formula that I use, not 
formula like the food like mm-hmm. <laughs> the equation that I use when it comes to feeding Steven and that's that he has to have a protein fat produce and a carb Ooh, in his, I like that because that's what's going to build like a right like, um and and then the second thing I would say is um don't beat yourself up. There's a principle mm. that I love. And it says you provide child decides. The child's not gonna Ooh, eat everything. You do. I like and that. You, yeah, I know it's not mine. I can't claim it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that though, Shreda. <laughs> but it, it just it, it lets you know like your job is just to make sure you're giving him what he like you're right. giving your child what they need. Right. They're gonna just like their times I give Steven salad, he won't eat it. So right. I can't trip. Right. But the fact is like I gave it to him and I'm trying to expose it to him. So that's right. the second thing. Right. Um, and the last thing I would say, mm-hmm. um, it's important to balance um, creativity and mm. what I mean by that is, you know, it's important to be creative with your music. Right. I know sometimes we we can make fun or like talk about like the Pinterest, right? Like Pinterest moms and the cute mm-hmm. little music and all that stuff that they make. Mm-hmm. And yes, that's that's a lot of work. Anybody doing that every day, <laughs> right? Um, you do need that sometimes to be able to encourage your child to eat a certain food. Like right. I found with Steven, actually, some of the foods he really loves mm-hmm. are those creative things. Like I remember I was really struggling and then my husband came up with this way to make him these cute little mini pizzas. Wow. He loves and, and, and that's how we put some vegetables on there. Right. And, you know, and he, right. he loves it. So he has like pizza Sunday every week. Oh my and God. And I, I found love this it. other recipe because uh-huh. like, like broccoli is like a key food, I think for calcium is it right and so i'm trying to give him broccoli i'm trying all these different i roasted i steamed it up right like, it's just not <laughs> i found a recipe for broccoli tots oh he, he will eat it down says what down. So I'm like, you Get this broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you only knew <laughs> right so you have to be creative sometimes i love but it also don't don't overwhelm yourself trying yes. to be the pinterest boy yes like I yes. said, ain't nobody got time for that every day. Sometimes That's you just true. get the rice, you go get the beans. <laughs> That's right. And you know what I mean? <laughs> you keep going. Exactly. Um, so you got to know the balance. Like mm-hmm. be, like they want to see fun. They want to see their food look fun. That's true. Different. Yes. So you do have to do that, but balance it with also keeping it simple with, of, of course, your times. So. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's that's true. I, that, that's my advice. I love it. I love <laughs> it. And I'm still learning. Right, so, right, um. <laughs> right. And no, but you know so much. I feel like, you know, I mean, I'm sure you think you're still learning too, but I feel like you're mm-hmm. you're doing so well. Like you, you really you can tell like God has given you the grace, you know what I mean? To do this. And I feel like you're oh, yeah. doing really a great job. I'm definitely and invested in it. Yes, definitely exactly. That's what it is. You are yeah. fully invested <laughs> in it. <laughs> and I was also going to say that, which kind of touches on my next point is that um, I know mm-hmm. you're also a stay at home mom, which I think is amazing. Yes, and it's a huge <laughs> sacrifice for those listening. It's a big one. I know. Um, so what advice would you give other stay at home moms who feel like super overwhelmed? Like, how do you balance it all? Yeah. Um, well, I still don't got it all together. So let me, <laughs> let me start with that. <laughs> right. Right. You know, but in the beginning, things were very chaotic because right. I had worked literally all my as long as I was legal as for as long as I was legal to work, mm-hmm. I had always had a job. Right. Um, so going from you know, literally not reporting to anybody, like God is my boss now. Yes. Um, yes. so going 
going from that to being at home, mm-hmm. I didn't really have structure. So it was very chaotic. Right. Before it was like, you got to be at work at eight. So you wake up at six, you, you know, do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Now you get off work at five. So here's where you do, you got to do Here's when you can make your appointments. This right. is like, I had something to structure my time around because it was responsibility. Right. But now I'm kind of like the CEO of what I do. Mm. I had no structure. And I remember... You know, God bless my sister. I'm so thankful for her. Oh, shout out to Melissa. Help, she be helping me. She's older than me. Right, um, right, right. And a lot of people, you know, kind of try to talk about the fact that, like, I, you know, had the baby first mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And married, but the way she helps me, God mm-hmm. knows, you know. Mm-hmm. So she God. told me, she was like, Sharada, you got to treat this like a job. Yeah. She was like, you got to wake up at a set of time. You're going to wake up every day, Right. outline your day. Like what, like, and, and it may not look like, oh, you got X, Y, and Z meeting, but it's right. like, this is the, you know, things you need to get done around exactly. the house. So these are the errands you need to run outside. Right. So right. she told me, when she told me treat it like a job, mm. that's when the light bulb went off and I was like, okay, I need to start really having routines and systems. Right. So I have some systems in place. They don't always happen. But I have <laughs> right. <them. laughs> You know, for example, for laundry, I used to before, you know, Stephen do laundry in one day. Mm -hmm. That's just not realistic anymore Mm. because there's so many loads. So I do laundry every day, but in the sense of like, I'm, I'm, I'm cycling what I'm doing. So Uh, Stephen has a laundry day. My clothes have a laundry day. Brandon's clothes have a laundry day. Oh, that's smart. And the house stuff like towels or whatever has a laundry day. And that way I'm I'm distributing it throughout the week. And I incorporate Stephen in doing it. Like he helps me load the dryer and all that stuff. Like, so I had to create systems like that. That So having a routine, I have Stephen on a routine, not a schedule. Right, right, right. No two days are the same, but exactly. Like we have the category of what he's doing throughout the day so I know how to work around that and say okay for example even with this podcast it's like I'm not available oh yeah we know (laughs) right you need to have that routine so order structure that's my number one advice to stay at home moms if you feel overwhelmed if you feel like this is crazy Mm -hmm. um systems is what's really helpful there and there's someone I came across who's really helpful at sharing resources on how to do that. Right. Um, I think, I think her name is like queen of the household or something like that. Wow. But she has simple rules. Like one of her rules was like, she cleans the dishes every night. That way she wakes up to a clean sink. Right. And that for her helps her process getting breakfast ready. Right. Right. You have to have systems like that. That's going to really help you manage. Um, so true. So that's, that's number one. The other thing I would say is on the social side of it, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's really important to connect with other moms. Um, I find that when I go to, cause it's easy, of course, I'm with Steven all day. Right. And it's easy to kind of go without talking to another adult. that's so true <laughs> you know I even forgot that it's like <laughs> yeah yeah um it, it's very easy but and then especially in, in in my case like I don't have a lot of where I live I don't have a lot of friends with young babies right so I'm really kind of or like if I do they work then they're right. not necessarily home so finding like a community or friends and even praying about it yeah um, I find that when I don't talk to someone for mm-hmm. a couple of days and I'm just like going through the motions of day in and day out, right. I feel, 
I get annoyed. Right, right. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like right. you need, you need that interaction. Yes. Like he answered my prayer. Like he has sent me so many people that either check on me Aww. or, you know, that I can connect with that are mm-hmm. themselves and all of that. Like you, you need that. So if you're not doing that, I would highly encourage you to, to connect. You can connect with me if you need to. That's right. And my contact info. Yes. Because I know I can feel the difference when I'm connecting with other people. Yes. How I feel about you know, my time at home, like you, you got to think about it. You go from being in the office mm, every day talking to people so in meetings and stuff. And now you're home by yourself with the baby who's not necessarily at the same right. <laughs> developmental level right. as you. You need that interaction. So that would, that would be my second thing. And then um, lastly, look, I'm giving three things for everything. <laughs> no, we love it. Listen, we love it. Okay. <laughs> my last thing would just be like, also communicate your needs with your partner. Mm. Um one thing I'm not afraid to do mm-hmm. now, in the beginning, I felt like I had to do it all, but I'm quick to tell Brandon, like, this is overwhelming. Right. How can we strategize so I can, you know, do this better? Like, right. For example, when coming into this new year, um, one of the things that was really important to me was getting back on a consistent exercise schedule. Right. I was struggling to find when I could do it. And so right. because he's working from home because mm-hmm. of the pandemic mm-hmm. I he offered to take over getting Stephen ready for the day so now I know mm. once Stephen wake up no more I ain't gotta go in there he's gonna, I love- <laughs> he's gonna take care of it Aww. and I'm gonna go exercise and get breakfast ready yes. so you know it's not like I'm just yes. chilling while he does exactly. that like, I'll, I'll go I get my workout in mm-hmm. and I can you know start to get the breakfast ready yes. and it speeds our morning up and I'm so grateful that like he sacrificed because I'm sure he, he would probably be willing he probably wants to do something of course no god bless Um, brandon seriously yeah awesome husband but like when i communicate with him what my needs are where i need help figuring out how to do something better Mm -hmm. he he really helps um and that that i think if you have if you i know some people are single mothers and they don't really have Mm -hmm. that option and i totally understand and i I do think god is there to give you the grace to to, to figure it out and get the help that you need um if you do have a partner, definitely like talk about in a respectful way too. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. That talk, can go about, talk about, I know. <laughs> talk about what it is that that's you need. That's a good need. point. Yes, yes. And you know, don't try to do it all on your own. If something exactly. is overwhelming you, enlist some help to figure out how to, how to get it under control. Amazing. Oh my goodness. No, Sharetta, <laughs> having you on has been such a treat. Like, I'm so sad we're out of time. Like, you dropped. No, I need to go back, listen, take notes. Like, for real. Like, seriously, no, this has been so good. Like, I know people listening are going to be like, yes. Like, this is so, so, so oh, good. No, it is. Like, you're just killing it. Like, honestly, I'm just like so mind blown. And I'm like, I forgot you're even younger than me. I'm like, like I keep forgetting. Like, you would think you've done this for so long you know but that's why Mm -hmm. I think like God has really blessed you he's given you the grace and even the knowledge to be able to share that because there's some people who you know they're mom but they don't know how to share that with other people or you know share tips and advice so I'm just so so grateful for your life and honestly like you're amazing but if you can leave before we wrap up I know of course (laughs) Um, before we wrap up if you can leave our listeners with one piece of advice on motherhood what would that be and also please let our listeners know where they can follow and connect with you on oh wow one piece of advice well if you didn't get it already (laughs) I know right like (laughs) (laughs) um you know 
the biggest thing that I've gotten in my mm-hmm. short, short, short time, because I right. still have a whole lot of ways. I know it's only been three years. It's crazy. I know. Only three years. Right. Um, but it's that this role uh, in motherhood, it's hard, but it's mm-hmm. not replaceable. Wow. And so we that. have to embrace it. Amen. I think sometimes people can feel a shame because mm. don't get me wrong, there is importance to balance like who you are, um, right? the roles that you fulfill in life. But this is a, this is a very unique role. Like I yeah. look at Steven and I'm like, I don't know who you're going to become. I don't right. know how you're going to influence this world, but right. I, I'm pouring into you right now Amen. has an effect on that. Amen. Like I'm, I've literally from the time you were conceived in my womb had an influence on who you're going to be mm. that is that like when you really sit and think about that that mm. is so honorable that Amen. I could have such an influence on Jesus. another human being's life mm. and mm. so I just want to tell others out there who are desiring motherhood who are yes. in motherhood look this is a this is something that cannot be replaced and though Amen. it's hard um you see you, you there is fruit to it amen <laughs> you know I mean? yeah so embrace yeah. it um don't 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 be discouraged by it right. don't try to run away from it right i think some nowadays i think in culture there could also sometimes be this you know trying to downplay like i'm not just a mom but it's like right. we need to get back to where you say mom and that's it that's right respect exactly exactly <laughs> respect you know what i mean yeah get, get that to me come on girl get back <laughs> <laughs> no, but all just aside, like yes, what you do is just so it's not replaceable. Yes. So embrace it and Amen. don't be afraid of it. Don't try to downplay. It. Don't let nobody try to make you That's feel right. like it's not. And like no, like yeah. When people ask me what I do, I'm and and actually it, it could even be a um, you know, a myth mm-hmm. probably. But a lot of times when I tell people like I'm home with our son, they're like, wow, like yeah, you know, they're impressed, and I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> like, I don't feel the need to have to say like, oh, I also, you know, went to right. school and worked in corporate. I don't feel the need to have to list off that because it's like, mm-hmm. this too is a very important role. So that's what I just want to, you know, encourage Aww. listeners today to, 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 to respect the role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. I love and, um, it. As far as connecting with me, um, I do have social media. I am not active on there. I'm so sorry. I have to pick and choose what I'm going to do in my time. That's right. I, 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 I pre every now and then. Like, mm-hmm. I'm looking at what the people do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm like current, but not You current. can connect with, like, if we in the DMs and stuff like that, we, like, you can connect with me. So that's yes. just Sharetta Taylor on Instagram. Yes. Um, and then my husband and I have a website for our ministry. Uh, it's lahministries.com. Yeah. Um, and that's where you can get connected to everything that Julie mentioned in the beginning, the YouTube mm-hmm. channel, the book. Um, we do premarital coaching as well. Yes. Um, so if, if you are in need of any of those things, you can get that on there. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. Amazing. Like seriously, Shredder, God bless you. Like, thank God you for bless having you. me, Julie. Of course, of course. <laughs> you know, I feel like we've been doing, like we always have our little chat. So it's just so I fun know, yeah. to like open it up to everybody, <laughs> like to hear it. And you Ooh, know, and Yes, let me. Ahead. I know this is. I know this is your platform, but no, I no, no. Go ahead, girl. You better plug you, yourself. Mm-mm. First of all, you're doing an amazing job. Oh, thank you. But also, I do want to thank you because you are one of those people that are. You're always checking on me. Aww. Even if my replies be like three weeks apart, <laughs> right? 
<laughs> you understand and yes. you know I'm gonna I'm always going to get back to exactly you. I just really appreciate Aww. you checking in on me because Aww. especially when people can perceive you as being strong mm-hmm. they think you're doing fine right. it's like just to know that someone is there they care they want to know I, I really appreciate you for that oh of course I love, love you so, so much, much. yes <laughs> it's, it's such a blessing you know and I feel so connected to you and just through our journey oh and fun fact I actually emceed a Sharetta and Brandon's yes, wedding did. yeah yes. <laughs> so it's so cool like no honestly yes. it's oh and that day girl I had the worst cramps sorry TMI but I just well you did that. amazing oh girl it was the Holy <laughs> Spirit all right <laughs> that's another topic but it was so much fun so it's just so cool to just you know see you and your journey like you know obviously through being a wife and now a mom and just having your businesses and doing ministry with your husband and everything and it's just mm-hmm. it's just so beautiful and I feel like you've always been you know you you've been set apart even through my introduction to you through Melissa and you know the girls it's just so beautiful to just mm-hmm. see it and I'm so grateful I'm so so grateful for your life and thank, thank you so you. much again Sharetta for joining me of today you are such a gem yes <laughs> and I'm so proud of you I'm so proud of you I hope all of our listeners we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode um honestly it's been so much fun make sure you guys check out Sharetta's YouTube channel worth the wait and her and Brandon's devotional book tokens of love we hope you guys enjoyed this episode as always don't forget to subscribe to jmy speaks so you don't miss a beat see you guys on the next episode ciao